Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. All right. Hi, everyone. This is Kyle Cannon. And Lily Cannon. And welcome to a very special edition of the Speak Seductively podcast. Um, tonight, for this episode, we are doing a combined episode with a friend of ours from Atlanta, and I'm going to let him introduce himself right now. Hi, everyone. My name is Reg. I'll just say Reggie, I guess, for for purposes. We're all friends here. Reg, yeah, Reggie we're from all Reg and ATL. So how are you doing today? Oh, lovely day here, Kyle. Every Most of my days are lovely days. I can't complain, to be honest with you. Hi, I'm Lily Cannon. As many of you know, in addition to being a book narrator, I've also done some modeling. In fact, I'm proud to say I've been featured on several book covers. I've also won a few contests for some of my very classy nude and boudoir shoots. A few weeks ago, I decided to pick out a few of my favorites and share them in a special 12-month calendar. The photos will range from boudoir and implied to outdoors and nude. Are you interested? The calendar runs from June 2022 through May 2023. Sales begin in May. Hey everyone, it's Kyle and Lily with an important message to all of our listeners. If you've been listening to us for a long time or reading Kyle's books, we hope you have heard the message we stress. It's the importance of communication and a sex-positive lifestyle. One of the key components of that lifestyle is consent. Remember, no means no. That's great. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Sure. I used to do a show called Tech Talk on Star 92.3 in Mississippi, Grenada, Mississippi. It was just a show to kind of let the uh, local audience know, um, more aware about tech stuff because they would get really embarrassed about coming in and asking it in a store. So yeah. I got with a local guy there and was doing the, the show there, moved back to Atlanta and was going to get back on the radio when a friend of mine suggested I do podcasting instead. Mm -hmm. Um it took about a couple years. That was 2016. It took a couple years for that to actually come to fruition in 2018. And I started my show and fast forward four years. Here I am with Kyle and Lily on their show. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. Um, you know, our show is kind of all over the place and we talk about sex positivity and we talk about living in um, the lifestyle of swinging and nudity and naturism and all of that. Non-monogamy. So. Non, non Non-monogamy. Um, and we do a lot of interviews with authors because mm -hmm. we we try to promote independent authors. I, I'm an author. I've got about, I think I've got 18 uh, books out there right now and working wow. on a couple more. So, um, which is pretty exciting. But uh, our our goal in starting our podcast was really to try to help promote independent authors and promote a sex positive lifestyle. Yeah. And I have a question for you, Reggie just completely Before. off the like uh -oh. of our podcast thing are you ready um, for this i am ready no it's it's not gonna be bad <laughs> i promise not yet we haven't we haven't started talking yet calm down um <laughs> what's your biggest tech tip since you did a tech um radio show um my biggest tech tip because a lot of people ask what's the difference between like macs and pcs my biggest tech tip is whatever your budget allows for because a lot of times you don't need to have a $1,200 computer to surf the internet. You'd be surprised yeah. how, how much people feel like they do. You don't. 
So that would be my biggest, if I had to do one big macro overall tech tip, that'd be don't pay attention to as much as the outside brands versus what goes in them. Cause it's a lot of the same things in a lot of these machines anyway. Yeah. If you're just going to be going to OnlyFans and searching porn, then you probably- Low technological don't. bar for that. Like you, you, you can do that on your phone. All, all you need is good internet, good Wi-Fi then. Absolutely. <laughs> so I have a question. We were, we were kind of skimming through some of your episodes and I listened to a few of them uh, the other day. It, it's awesome. I, I love how all over the place you were. But speaking of technology- Mm-hmm. What tech advice would you give to the man who airdropped the picture of his penis to an entire plane? That's hysterical. Um, you know, I don't really, I, I feel like doing stuff like that, you're beyond your average tech tips. I feel like there's a lot of other tips <laughs> this guy probably needs in his life before we yeah. even get to tech at this point. Like a, like a consent tip. Let's, let's start yeah. there. Yes. A consenting yeah. to people receiving pictures of your penis. Like that's, that's um, we could start there for that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he should be using Apple products at this point. If he was using an Android, I don't know how he would even did that. Yeah. No, seriously. And <laughs> and I'm so glad you mentioned consent because that is a huge part of what we're all, all about is mm-hmm. consent in in everything. And, and especially as we're talking about sex positivity, that um, you, you don't force people into things. And, you know, that's why I... We or have your so, partner. Or your partner. Right. We have so many female authors who come on who complain about getting penis pics. I know, right? <laughs> unsolicited penis pics. And I'm like, come on, guys. Well, seriously? So many people who think you're a female author. Oh, geez. But, yeah. you know, Kyle Cannon is, is a male author, but so many people see my image and they see Lily Cannon all over stuff. So they send a lot of things to Kyle. So Kyle, Thinking. you're getting your share of penis pics, which is yeah. And, and, you know, and the thing, the thing is it's, it's funny because it's, you know, when we talk about consent and uh, I just wrote an article for ASN magazine about setting rules and boundaries and, and explaining to partner, you know, extended partners um, what your rules and guidelines are. There's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I'm not gay or I'm not bi. I'm not curious. Um, and you know, or that you are, I'm not. So please stop sending me your dick pic. <laughs> it's yeah, funny I that you have to clarify. I don't even want them either. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't need them either. So please. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Reggie, what, um, what do you have for us? Oh man, I have a lot. Have oh, a- great. <laughs> <laughs> so for one, Mm-hmm. Um, how I'm, I'm going to come at this from a complete layman's terms here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you get into this? Cause I would imagine if you don't meet somebody b- before you're married and you want to get into the, in this, to this type of lifestyle, how do you approach that without the other person feeling like, you know, either alienated or if you approach the person about it and they're really happy to do it, do you feel sad now that they've wanted to do it this whole time? Like, how did you, <laughs> how do you so our- work that out? Are There's you, a secret handshake. There's not. <laughs> so if, if you haven't listened to any of our podcasts, Kyle's incredibly sarcastic. Um, so half his answers are. It's my superpower. Right. Um, no. Are, so are you asking if you are single, how do you get into it? Or if you uh, well, end up well, being in a couple? Let's do this as a couple. Like, how did you guys get into it? Or how do couples approach this if one person really wants to? And you don't know if the other person wants to or not. Like, how do you, did y'all That's... do this, figure this out before you got married? Or was this something that you figured out once you were? Wow. No, once we got That's, married. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, you know, I, I'll let Lily kind of field it, but I just wanted to say we've run across, there's so many different ways that to get into things. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we hold as, as a constant is communication. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're afraid to talk with your partner about anything, then it's going to make this conversation that much harder. Yeah. So we've actually done several podcast episodes with an author friend of ours, um, Annabelle Allen, and she is a BDSM expert. And so she knows about that world and we don't know a whole lot about that. So um, (laughs) we got into it with her. But what we did is we started talking about this kinky ladder because she gets that same question all the time. How do you get into BDSM? How do you find places to go? And it's the same question for us. Um, And so we started this idea of starting at the bottom. And so where are you in the, the basis of your relationship? And really it's 
communicating those wants and needs. And for us, it was- We used it as an, ourselves as an example. Yeah. And, and personally, our very first thing was, hey, Kyle, you want to watch some porn with me? And oh, my, my response, because we were still relatively <laughs> new together, was- Porn? What's that? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is this porn stuff? And, and I had to show him and it was crazy. Um, no, it was it was one of those things like, hey, you know, I I actually kind of like this stuff. And, um, you know, I, I have some DVDs. And, and then I accidentally found a lot of DVDs. And yeah, he <laughs> found a whole stash. Some, found a stash somehow somewhere. had them. It was weird. He didn't have any idea yet. But it's, it's funny <laughs> as through our conversations, we've found that a lot of couples really struggle with something as simple as watching porn together. Yeah. Or toys. Or so toys. that's oh. another thing too. So, you know, getting into that together and then talking about what the people are doing on the screen. Mm. Hey, that looks like fun. Do you want to try it? And then, hey, let's buy a toy and see if we like that too. And so there's there's all these steps. And then um, going into nudism and naturism, we just happened to be in Hawaii and stumbled upon a beach like literally we stumbled upon this beach where we were just kind of looking in the north shore for um kind of out of the way places and it had a sign that said you might encounter nudity beyond this point and we're like well that's fine you know i have nothing wrong mm -hmm. with nudity i had done um nude photography when i was in college and so it was one of those like i don't mind and i was a um a performer and so backstage and you know quick changes and things like that i was never had a problem with being nude um, and, so, and I was doing a lot of photography when we got together. So, mm -hmm. um, did a lot, did, did nudes, did, a, did a lot of other stuff with, with Lily and with a few other models. So, uh, so there was our comfort had, level there for you guys. It sounds like yes. we, we had, we had built, we had grown in that direction Yeah, and it made it for us, at least it made it easier to have conversations like, mm -hmm. um, you know, how, to, you know, to Lily, we had a female model who wanted to do a girl 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 pose, a very playboy, nothing deeper, much deeper than that. No. Um, and and it was, how do you feel about doing that? I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. So, you know, we we had those conversations. And then as Lily was saying around the the porn aspect, we started talking about, you know, what would it be like to have somebody watching us or us watching somebody else in real life? And interesting. And no. then taking just taking those tiny steps and then Baby you go steps, to like. yeah and you go to some of the resorts mm -hmm. and then you start meeting other people and for us it's more of like we have to be comfortable we have to almost like have have a friendship with any of the other couples but we know others who don't you know there's plenty right. of people who go to resorts and they meet up with somebody one night stand kind of thing, or, you know, they, they do those kinds of things with their, with their partner, obviously, but, but then it's around, it's building something around the comfort level of the, of you as a couple mutual pleasure as well. Yeah. And, and one of the things Lily and I had discussed early on was that um, we, we love having sex with each other, um, bringing other people into it is just, add like bringing in a toy it's i mean play. It's, yeah. it's play and we we discussed early on that we would only play with the other one around mm -hmm. you know so we're always with each other um boundaries established. Yeah. yes and and setting boundaries is absolutely critical and, and talking about those boundaries beforehand because yes. if you right. go into a situation and you have not discussed those things and you go to a club or you meet up with people and you haven't established like we're not going to leave the room like you're not going to go off with someone else where i can't see you like i can't mm -hmm. see what you're doing not because it's a jealousy thing not because it's a you know i'm i'm insecure kind of thing but I want to experience all those things with you. So like, <laughs> right. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. That's, right, that's right. what, that's what we're doing here. Um, so I, you know, you don't need to go off mm -hmm. with someone else, but um, and yeah. And that's an important thing for us. Um, if, if you, anybody who's listening right now, um, go, go look at ASN uh, September, 2022. I have an article in there where, mm -hmm exactly what Lily was talking about, the the importance of setting those boundaries. And we do know couples who have very, very few boundaries. Yeah. They'll 
they'll show up at a club, look at somebody that they want to do it with and just go off with them. Right. And then meet up with their partner the next day. Yeah. Um, and, and then they that, talk about it and yeah. that's their kink. Their thing is like, I'm going to go have this experience with this person. You're not going to see it because I want to tell you about it and I want to talk right. about it. And then that's our kink where we're going to get off on that. Um, and and it's completely different for every couple and every mm. every person in any kind of lifestyle, whether it's BDSM or cuckolding or hot wife or swinging. Or, or, or... even just going to nudist resorts. Yeah. Um, you know, we know couples who aren't comfortable wandering away from each other at a nudist resort. Um, but so so for us, I mean, we we talked about boundaries. We we had a couple of screw ups with the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um and I get into that in, in the article that I, I just wrote, um, but it also brought it back to reinforcing what our boundaries are and why we have them. Yeah. And, and we have boundaries and most couples have boundaries in order to protect the relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So Can I ask yeah. you a question about the nudism part? Yeah. Okay. So me just like being just general guy, I have trouble not staring at a woman's boobs and they're fully clothed. Sure. How are you control? It would take such a Herculean effort to have a conversation <laughs> with someone and not stare at their boobs while I'm talking to them. Like, how are you guys managing that? The, the natural, cause some of this stuff, you know, guys, it happens before I even notice. Like I'm correct. I'm not like a creeper guy. Yeah. I've yeah. never been that dude. Um, but at the same time, it, it, before I've even noticed, it's already been five to 10 seconds that I'm even staring and I'm already yeah. staring now. Yeah. So, how do you, how are you controlling those natural urges in that setting? I think that's a really natural thing that we as human beings do. We size people up. We, you know, look up and down, we check out their outfits and all of that. But I also think that there is a, uh, prudishness in our society where, um, it's like everything's covered up. So there's a forbidden thing. And, mm -hmm. and so staring is kind of like, Ooh, I wonder what she looks like under that shirt. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing at a nudist resort is that everyone, you, you have n nothing to hide. You have yeah. no, nowhere and nothing to hide. And so looking is, is perfectly natural. Like when you walk up to someone, you're going to obviously kind of look them up and down just like you would at any other time. Um, but I don't think there's your eyes don't linger and and it's it's i mean reggie that is a great question yeah. and it's something that um i asked myself and and we talked about before we started really going to a lot of nudist resorts um that you know how do you avoid that and and it's just something that happens now not to say that there aren't creepers who show up <laughs> yeah sure who are definitely who are definitely there looking and you know, like for Lily, we have met a couple of guys who couldn't keep their eyes above her boobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so many, I, I mean, that is a rare, rare thing. And and like for me, um, going, like Lily was saying, it's, it's really hard to explain. You go, you're talking to somebody, um, your, your staring reflex just turns off because everything's out there already. It's like, I don't need to stare. It's, it's there. Yeah. You know, you, you're catching stuff in your peripheral vision, but it's not important anymore. Well, and I think there are some people who don't mind if you stare and, yeah. and yeah. they will call attention to things. So, you know, men <laughs> who, right. Like men who have the jewelry and, and the rings and there are things that they are wearing specifically on their penises to draw attention to them. Or women um, who pierce their nipples. Yes. And, or yeah. have specific tattoos. So there, I mean, there definitely is a, a line of people who, who are okay with it. Like, and, and you know what, at and a nudist resort, okay with it. yeah, like I will be at the pool or I will be sitting at the side of the pool on, on a chair or something. And obviously people are going to walk past and look at me and mm -hmm. I am not, I'm not offended by that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's if they, they stop and stare, you know, that <laughs> yes, <laughs> extra creeper. And yeah, if they leer at me, that, that gets a little, but I would also say that at, at every resort that we've been at the, they follow the A and R guidelines mm -hmm. and they're pretty strict about, and, and which guidelines were those? Um, I, I'm going to screw this up. American association of nudist recreation. Yeah. American Association um, but of Nudist Recreation. Nudist Recreation. And yes, there is a 
It's a national organization. And, and they've been around for decades and decades, but but they've got some specific rules for their for clubs who follow them. And they call, you know, they they try to be family friendly. So there's no overt displays of affection. They try to, you know, if if somebody like the one place that we really love in Orlando, they have people ro roaming around. Um security. managers. And, I mean, you call them security, but they don't look, they're not right walking around with tasers, but you know, they they'll go <laughs> around and just make sure nobody is nobody is creeping well? out somebody else. Are Sorry, they nude also? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So so everybody, so if you if you go like inside and you go to a bartender or something, the bartender's also nude. Not necessarily at a couple of the places, yes. It depends because sometimes if they're if they're working in a kitchen or something like that, you don't um, want to grease hidden places. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do they do wear more clothes than others. But yeah, you go inside um to any of the bars. So many of the resorts that we like have bars on site, they have restaurants on site. Um nude pickleball is hysterical. Is a huge thing. Wow. Um, yes, it's it's amazing. And, um and nude <laughs> a lot of these places have game rooms and yeah, volleyball. Volleyball. I, I was just gonna comment that. Lily playing uh, nude ping pong was not fair to the audience. <laughs> it's right. Very distracting. Yeah, when you're gonna when you're gonna partake in some things, you're 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 gonna be watched. You're gonna be watched, and so it's it's perfectly natural and perfectly fine. Um, and and that's okay because it's it's a body, right? And so, but you know, I would also say we didn't run into any crude comments. Mm -hmm. Or that's good. I mean, people are really. At, at the those resorts that the goal is naturism and nudism and not yeah. swinging, people are very conscientious about um, abiding by others' guidelines, by not being offensive, by, um, you know, you were talking about staring, by, by not, not staring, um, just casual looks and, and conversation. And everyone is nude. Therefore, you're not putting like no one's putting themselves on display because the the rule is especially at the pool that you cannot be clothed in the pool you can you know put put a, a thing around your waist or something else if you're walking around the grounds but the expectation is that everyone is going to be nude so you're not going to have somebody who's fully clothed because that makes everyone else uncomfortable which uh, kind of seems so. like kind of seems odd you know somebody walking right. around clothed is weird but it is when, <laughs> yeah when you see someone at the nudist resort and they're fully clothed they've either just arrived or you think that they're up to something because they're trying to hide something or in some you know in some cases you could always tell the newbies because they'd, they'd go on a tour around and, and they'd usually have a towel real close because yeah they were nerd but but after a couple of days it, it's not a big deal and you know, I was going to, uh, I forgot, I was going to comment on something Lily had mentioned. Oh, um, clothing. You know, one, one of the things we noticed um, if we'd spend a week or more at, at one of the resorts and then come back and go to a beach or something, it's much more arousing to see a woman at, from a man's perspective wearing a string bikini than it would be to see that same woman naked walking around a pool. Not that it, if I'm trying to, hopefully that makes sense. Because there's something hidden and there's yeah. something left to be discovered. It, and draw, that's right. it draws the eye. I, I yeah. guess what I'm trying to say is the bikini draws the eye, whereas the, the nudity, it's, it's like, there. It's just like, there. Oh, look, you're nude. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Right? <laughs> do something else. Let's play pickleball. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. It really does. That's, un that's unbelievable. Can I ask you another question about like who um, initiates kind of everything? Because I talked to a friend of mine who was in the lifestyle. And one of the things that he was saying was that like, like women tend to initiate all of their, like his wife and the other wives tend to initiate a lot of the things well, when it comes to their meetups and things in, of that nature. Is that kind of like, and I wouldn't say necessarily industry, but is that popular wide or is that just something that they are doing? So I, I'm going to, Lily is kind of has a thoughtful look on her face, but I'm going to say that um, it's more common than not for that to be the case, especially if you're in a relationship where you want both people to be comfortable. Um, we've 
we we've known a couple where the guy was pushy to oh. his his girlfriend at the time and and basically drove her away mm-hmm. um and and then also met a met a, a guy who was buying some of our artwork uh, a picture a nude of lily that we'd been selling on fine art america of all places mm-hmm. um but he and his ex-wife had been swingers and we got into an online conversation because I like to interview people like that, um, partly for my books and other things. But his story was that his wife was the pushy one and didn't wow. didn't um, abide by his wishes. So I think that for us, I, I'm I'm going to say this, and Lily can disagree. I think for us, it's a mutual thing. There, you know, one or the other of us may suggest something like oh let's take a let's go to the nudist resort or let's do this or let's do that but it's always a conversation and a give and take yeah and we always call ourselves nudist and naturist first and swinger second and it's because we're we're not so deep in the lifestyle where we are seeking out new opportunities every weekend i mean we know plenty of people who are going to clubs and they have regular friends and um they do regular parties and 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 that's great we just never have gotten into that um uh, we've never gotten into the swing of that kind of thing um <laughs> for lack of like better puns um so that was terrible i know i'm sorry um but we we consider ourselves the the nudist and naturist thing so anytime we do a swinging opportunity or anytime we've done anything with swinging it's always been mutually agreed on yeah 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 and i don't know i can't add to that yeah but but i think the answer to your question and and again i'll go my opinion is that healthy relationships it it leave it to the person who may be the most hesitant to make the to make the ultimate decision Mm -hmm. so whether that's the man or the woman but but if you want to, if the relationship is important, then both people, you need to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And um, I think that, that kind of underlies the, the point here, the kind of like the th- theme that I'm seeing throughout uh, this is kind of like establishing boundaries that are kind of mutually discussed and mm-hmm. um, consent, making the, the partner feel as comfortable as possible in, in these type of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, I got two more questions here. Yeah. <laughs> what are the unwritten rules you'd say for a newbie? Because these are all like newbie questions. So mm-hmm. for a new, if you don't want to look like a new right off top, you don't want to be the guy walking around in your clothes at the nudist resort here. <laughs> what are the unwritten rules in, that you would say that you've learned so far? So do you want to hit the nudist resorts and I'll I'll hit the swinging stuff? swinging stuff? Um. Yeah. So like nudist resorts, nudist resorts don't carry around your phone. Um, that's always something that makes people uncomfortable or a camera with a telephoto lens. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and don't be afraid to talk to people because, you know, you get that, that single guy Mm kind of hanging out and, and that's not uncommon at nudist resorts where you have, um, the, the singles kind of hanging out, especially on the weekends and, and weekend nights. Um, so they're not there's usually... upon Lily. Cause I was wondering about that. Like the single guy, like who, who bought this guy to the party type situation. I'm not sure. At, if... at, at a nudist resort, they're, they're not necessarily, they're not frowned upon. Um, right. okay. but they, I, I will be honest. They tend to be watched more, mm-hmm. um, mm. for motivation and and I will say most of the single guys that we'd run across at nudist resorts were there because they were into naturism mm-hmm. and for no other reason. Did we run across a couple that weren't? Sure. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, so on the weekends, you know, Friday and Saturday nights, there was much more of a party atmosphere at any resort that you go to. So if you're at the pool on a Friday or Saturday night, uh, chances are you're there to party and maybe to to hook up hook up and find other people um and so you you get the single guys who kind of wander around and see if there's any couples who are looking for um their uh, a match um and so um you can find those but then we have our our one of our dear friends um the the nudist yogi um i don't know if you heard that one of the shows i listened to 
Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, he is just a, a wonderful friend of ours. And so, and we met him at a nudist resort and he is a single guy who travels around to a lot of different nudist resorts. And that's kind of his thing. He is, he is just so yogi like he is so nature mm-hmm. and he's just that guy right very um, zen very zen and so you almost would expect him to be at a nudist resort That's um funny. he's the guy that you would expect to see and so <laughs> you have you have a lot of people like him and then you also have some of the men who show up on Fridays and Saturday nights and and they're looking for the couples who are also in the market for somebody to bring into their their yeah um and I would say at the, at the nudist resorts that, that we go to, um, that's watched carefully. Mm-hmm. Like Lily was saying at the pools, uh, you know, you, you could be there if you want to party and all of that, but that's where the, the, um, staff will roam around. And if things are getting handsy in the water, they'll, they'll tell couples to leave or, you know, yeah. take, take it back to your room or your, wow. your tent or your RV, but because that at those places, that's not where that stuff should be going on. Yeah. And, and there are other resorts where that is okay and allowed in it. Swingers it, resorts. Yeah. yeah. And it depends on what, what type of resort you are, um, you're visiting, but then, um, some other things that, that kind of, that kind of play into nudist resorts and, um, the rules, I guess. Um, but don't, don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to strike up conversations. It's, it's a really open place. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of swimming up to, to a couple or to a group of people and being like, Hey, where are you guys from? Da, da, da. Almost everybody has a story. Almost everyone is from somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are, those are some of the most fun conversations and, and most entertaining people we've ever met are at nudist and naturist resorts and beaches. And it's funny because um, we've met people who would self-describe as being very shy mm-hmm. when clothed, but naked in a pool there, you know, there's nothing yet left to hide. Right. And and so they're, they're much more open, open and inviting of conversations. And I mean, we, you talk, talk to people about almost anything. Well, we tend to hide behind our personas and, mm-hmm. and our clothing right. and, you know, how, how expensive something is or whatever it is that we're wearing, or we, we hide behind that kind of stuff. And when you're at a nudist and naturist resort, everyone is on the same playing field, yep. right? You have no idea if someone is a, is a CEO or, you know, what their background is because you can't size them up that way based on their, their clothing. So the the uh, then getting into the swinging side of things, there are uh, resorts and clubs specifically set up for people to go to who want to swing. Mm-hmm. My first piece of advice would be, no means no. It, yeah, well, I was going to get to that. My my first piece of advice, if you've never been before and you don't know somebody who's gone, is do some research. Every place has a website now. They're really careful about no pictures in the club, but you you can get a feel for the club and what their guidelines are. Um, I was looking at a couple uh, today um, that that had a long list of of guidelines. You know, do they serve alcohol? Do they not serve alcohol? Do you have to bring your own alcohol? A lot of places require that you bring your own alcohol. Um, and then you know, if you go there, where can you leave clothes and valuables? A lot of places have lockers for things like that, but. But then I would say every play, I'm going to go out on a limb and say every swinger place has a rule. And the number one rule is no means no. And yes, that should be a rule for life. It, it, it really, it really should. should be. And, <laughs> you know, we, we've talked to people who have been places where that hadn't been strictly enforced. Like a couple we met, one of our first times at a nudist resort was talking about how they were at another place that they they didn't expect to be a swinger hangout, but um, they were there and the it, they, they were, were pushy. Cu- they were pushy, and it was basically all hands on the wife's boobs, and oh, yeah. you know she she was offended by it, naturally offended by it. Um, so, but it was kind of an unspoken rule that it was everyone just kind of accepted that, and it was like you can be handsy and mm-hmm. you can because that place kind of allowed it and. But um, most places are going to say no, no means no. And and then going along with that is 
ask, you know, mm -hmm. are, what are you here for? What are you, you know, what are you looking for? And, and honestly, if you're going to a swinger club or a resort, um, you shouldn't be shocked if somebody comes up and says, ask, ask, you know, what, what are you here for? Would you do this? Would you do that? Yeah. You want to go to a room or whatever. Yeah. And I would also say that if you're going to one of those places, ask for a tour. Yes. Because we have had some, some of the most wonderful people who are employees of whatever place that we are at, mm -hmm. and they are more than helpful and more than willing to walk you around and kind of explain, and explain the different rooms. Yeah. Um, a lot of places have uh, like a, a bar set up, a dance floor, um, call it a movie room, an orgy room, an orgy like a group, room. group love <laughs> kind of room, um, private pri rooms. private rooms where the rule is if you're in the room and you shut the door, then nobody's allowed to open it. Or if you're in the room and you and leave, the, you door leave open. the door open, then people can come in and watch, um, you know, but, but it's, it's important to know the guidelines of the place where you're going. Mm -hmm. And like Lily said, the best place way to do that is to ask. But then I'm going to say as a, as a couple, it's absolutely critical that you have those guidelines set. So mm -hmm. Lily and I would talk about what we would or wouldn't do um, that evening. And as she's already said, we're more comfortable with um, people that we know. So, you know, we're not one night stand necessarily kind of people. So if we were to go someplace, um, you know, we'd probably have a conversation of, you know, is, is touching boobs. Okay. Is oral. Okay. Do we just want to be watched and watch another couple? You know, what are we willing to do tonight? What, what feels comfortable? And that's what we do. And we don't, you know, if we were to run into, the world's sexiest looking couple and they decided they <laughs> wanted to go all the way with us, but, but we had already decided that we were just going to watch and be watched. Then our rule is we don't, Yeah, we don't change that. We, she's already said this. We, we don't leave the other alone. Um, always, always, always use protection. Yeah. And that's, and it's safe too. I, I would also say for somebody who is just starting out, be as safe as possible. Obviously, there there are still so many circumstances that you can put yourself in where um, you might not be treated properly. And there are still people who go to these clubs and they they try really hard. And And I will argue for clubs and nudist resorts all day long because they try really hard to make sure that they keep people out who are not good people. And they take who are there to abuse it. Yeah. And and they they check IDs and they, you know, make sure that they have people come through the door and, and they're they know who is who's in their space. Um, but that doesn't mean that somebody can't get through who is trying to to abuse. So um but, just being as safe as possible. And and I would say at a lot of the um swinger resorts, there there are regulars as singles who go who are looking for specific things. Um, you know, Lily was saying a lot of the resorts have um, private rooms and the rule, you know, you can either have the door open or closed. And then, you know, there are rooms where a couple want to go in and have sex and have people come in and watch them. Um, and that's, that's fine. Um, if those watchers want to get into touching, most places have rules that you ask. Mm -hmm. And if you're told no, then, then you, you can't, you can't, then don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, um, but then, you know, for us personally, our, our other rule is we always, always, always in the night together. In the night together. Yeah. And is that a situation where you're just like make Cause you guys aren't leaving each other's company anyway. Is that just to make sure like sex is finished at the same time or how are you coordinating that? Not necessarily. That um, we always end up together, whether it's a cuddle together or we finish with each other. Or... Oh, okay. And okay, to be that honest, sense. that's usually, I mean, we usually end up finishing with each other because um, 
you know, it's, 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 it, I, I don't want to say it's easier, but we know, we know each other's bodies really well. Not yeah, that I, yeah. you know, I can, I can finish easier than she can. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep this from being a totally explicit episode, but. <laughs> hey, no, no virgin ears here. Doesn't do it on my part. <laughs> no, yeah. but you know, as a guy, it's easier for a guy to finish than, than for a woman. But, you know, the thing about this for, uh, again, the sex positivity is, um, we've had conversations about how there's people who don't think women are supposed to enjoy the process and the act of sex. Yeah. And Lily loves sex. Yeah. Well, there's the stigma that women are like, Oh, it's so difficult, this elusive orgasm. And how do you do this? And Oh, (laughs) you know, and there's just this weird, this weird stigma around women that we are somehow these foreign creatures who Mm -hmm. have no clue about sexuality and and how to have sex and be sexual and, um, and enjoy it and truly have a good time and have an orgasm every single time you have sex. And I beat that over on our podcast all the time, but it's like, if you're not having an orgasm more than if, if you were 90% of the time, yeah, then, then you need to have a conversation with your partner Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there is, there is something that you're not communicating that you are not telling them what you like or whatever. Um, because sex is okay and sex is natural and it is something that is good and it's okay to share those things with other people as long as it is safe and you are not hurting anyone else because people ask us all the time about cheating and it's not, we are not cheating on the other person because we are both in the same room <laughs> and we're communicating that that is something we are both mm-hmm. agreeing that we're going to do. We are playing, we are playing with toys. We're getting, you know, if you go out to a couple's massage, um, that other person who's massaging your, your partner, are you cheating on them then? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it's, um, I mean, and again, every couple is different. There are some couples that do not want to be in the same room with each other when there's when they swap. They just don't want want that. They maybe like to hear about it afterwards, but they don't want to be together. We we are a couple that wants to be with each other. To, I mean, I've said this before, but there is nothing better than seeing Lily have an orgasm. I mean, I I love her, and seeing that kind of joy and ecstasy on her face um makes me happy oh it's amazing and me it's amazing (laughs) makes me really happy too (laughs) (laughs) but i mean yeah it things are are seldom like mutual like you don't sit there with a stopwatch and say okay it's time to have an orgasm (laughs) you're like um, you gotta get out of here in five minutes let's uh, yeah yeah But, you know, if you're if you're with people, you know, and you're relaxed with and you're comfortable with and and you've swapped, then if one couple finishes before the other, um, we like being watched and watching each other. So, you know, if if Lily's partner finishes before I do, then I'm going to. She'll watch me. Yeah. And it's just it's 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 about having fun. Like it's it's a about a fun night it's a fun experience it's you know people like to go to clubs and and even pick up strangers and have one night stands and okay so we just do that as a couple right we we do that together instead of as singles and um this idea that sex has to be this thing where we're we're so um prudish yeah well and well but and something we beat it to death on our podcast talking about cheating yeah that you know you we know so many people who um had a op- were open sexually before they got married and then all of a sudden they're married and it's like oh my gosh i'm only going to be with this one person for the rest <laughs> right. of my life now now i have to sneak around behind his or her back and you know have have fun because i'm bored with it well why don't you tell that person? Yeah. And maybe they'd be up for that too. And, and, and some people like the, um, the, so it's called cuckolding or it's, it's hot wife situations where one person goes out and does something and comes back and tells the other, and the other one doesn't necessarily want to go do those things, but they really want their partner to go do it. So a husband would say, Hey, you know, go, 
have your flings and then come tell me about it mm-hmm. and let's you know let's play that way um and that wow. becomes their personal porn yeah yeah and so it it just becomes like you go have some fun come back and tell me about it i don't really you know see myself wanting to get in, mm. into that with anybody else but i really love it that you do go for it come back and have really good sex with me and we're all good yeah and and it's whatever whatever works for you as as an individual and a couple and lily's already said this as long as you're not hurting somebody else yeah um it's... when when feelings start to get hurt and uh, one one partner one part of the partnership is is feeling left out or hurt or angry or mm-hmm. sad or you know whatever whatever terrible feelings you're giving that other person now it's no longer it's no longer fun right. and now you're right, not doing something so. that good for the relationship so i'm gonna do ask a, a quick follow-up question then i'm gonna do, do my last question here i don't mean to ask you guys like a billion <laughs> okay. questions but it's not, okay. not often that I get this opportunity here. We don't so, we don't mind. It's actually making life easier for us. <laughs> <laughs> On the when you're gonna talk about finishing together. So then this question is more so for Lily here. When you are okay, so you guys are in the same room, you're having sex. I know at some point here you've dealt with a premature ejaculator. And then if it happens, is it because I'm imagine if that I don't know if that person's embarrassed if it happens, because now it's it usually maybe happens with just them and their wife, and now it's happening with them and like three other people in the room. Mm. Um, how do you Pretend. deal with that? Stop it. <laughs> how do I deal with it if it's my, my yeah, partner? Yeah, because I know you said that one couple might finish and watch the other couple. Like that can be a five minute watch. It can be a 20 mm. minute watch, depending on how fast that other situation went. How, how do you deal with that? And yeah. So, I mean, sometimes it's more of like, we, I, you know, I'm playing with somebody else's husband or somebody else's partner and, um yeah that person might come before anyone else and and then you just kind of play and so yeah. then it becomes a let's sit here and and fondle and make out or we'll just kind of sit here and drink and watch everybody else or talk or, which is a nice thing about doing this with people you know you can yeah you can... or you go get involved with another group <laughs> so <laughs> more time that's yeah you go yeah. you go over and you know I'll I'll caress Kyle's face or you know like I'll I'll go encourage whatever he's doing um I'll go coach or or be a cheerleader for you know whatever's happening yeah when she starts waving the pom-poms around I do it's it's (laughs) something to behold um but yeah so I mean you go find you go find other things to do that um the the person that you were with that might happen but in a situation like that there's there's a lot of stimulus that can get you back on track as well. So even if that happens, getting hard again is not usually like a photo shoot. Yeah, that's it's not usually hard to get hard again <laughs> quickly. Um, she says that as a woman to get back in the game, right? And, and, and that I mean, that's that's true. I mean, it's 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 very true. Um, we we uh we've talked about this on the um podcast before we've done a couple of uh photo shoots where lily did a, a guy girl photo shoot with a male model that we knew and um or and and he didn't tell he didn't tell lily this but early on in the shoot um he's and he's wearing a condom because we always use protection mm-hmm. um they're they're having sex and it was really hot and um he ended up having an orgasm he bit down he must have bit down on his tongue i remember him apologizing to me after um but um i was done with with the shoot i guess he was able to stay hard enough that it didn't didn't uh let lily know (laughs) mess up the photos at all but he he covered it he covered really well he you know i went to the bathroom got a drink came back and and um we played a little bit more. Played played some more and not just doing photos, but yeah. you know we established a, a friendship, and so this wasn't just a a random male model. This was somebody that we knew anyway. But um, so, so Lily Lily worked to get him ready. Yeah, get yeah, him back get in the back. game. Yeah, <laughs> to get back in the game. So, but it, it, again, it's not that big of a deal. No mutual enjoyment. I mean, we and we talked about this is a good example of us talking about everything ahead of time. It's like. We we address that, you know, what okay. if he's not getting hard and we need him to be hard and 
Lily was like, that's not a problem. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, and uh, I also think that's a that's a social thing and a, a, a movie kind of thing that, mm-hmm. that gets played up a lot. Like, oh no, the guy goes too soon and the night has been ruined. <laughs> um, and the girl is like, wah. Yeah. And there are so there's so many other ways to play um, besides. And and if a guy is like, oh, no, I came already. So sorry for you. You probably <laughs> shouldn't be in that relationship either. Yeah. So right, I'm going right. to go ahead and say you should probably just walk away. <laughs> and, and I would say for this model, he was definitely not that kind of a guy. I mean, no. he was a stand up, stand up guy, good friend of ours yeah. and um, was not somebody who wanted to leave, leave me hanging leave Lily hanging yeah um but that that's an that's another example though when the shoot was finished um Lily and I ended up with each other and yeah we had some great sex ourselves had some great sex um so yeah I think that's a a, a movie thing that's a yeah. that's a stigma thing that we've built into our society where it's like oh guys or you know two minutes oh no you know there's this <laughs> so guys need like, no pressure to go for hours in basically no saying. no not at all because that if you're having a really great time two minutes sometimes happens and then but you can probably get it back up again just don't leave your partner hanging and right. you know play with a toy play with something mm-hmm. else do some Ask Other them what they things. want, and and that use your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that goes back to what uh, something we were talking about much earlier. <laughs> Lily's making herself crack up. Here. Sorry, I get a little punchy sometimes. Yeah, and he did use his mouth and kept you going. So for sure. Um, but <laughs> um, it's it's a matter of communication too. Uh, you, Lily and I. I mean, I'm gonna say this. I I don't leave Lily hanging almost at all no but it goes because we've talked and Mm -hmm. i she i've asked her what what do i need to do to get give you an orgasm Mm -hmm. and she's open about i need to be touched here and here and here and not there Mm -hmm. and but those are things that we've learned and and we know from our own past experiences couples don't do that they don't say i like a lot of communication there right or they get um passive aggressive right and it's it's like the the guy gets off and you know rolls over and he's goes to sleep and the woman's like and she you know (laughs) she she never says anything and it's like well that's on you if you know absolutely if if you were to probably tap your partner husband spouse whoever and you were to say you know what could we keep going Mm -hmm. for just a little bit or i'm gonna go grab this toy to help me along a little bit because sometimes if there's if I know that something's going to be a quickie I have plenty of toys that I know (laughs) you're ready for the situation yeah Yeah. I know something will get me there faster because I'm not going to be left without an orgasm and I know guys who would be freaked out by that and I just want to look at them and say what the f is your problem (laughs) I mean do you do you do you not love this woman? Do you not want her to have pleasure? Or yeah. you know, are you just that big greedy douchebag that you're sounding like right now? <laughs> we're much yeah, happier. Not a good look. I'll tell you. Yeah. That. Yeah. We're we're much happier partners when we've had orgasm. There is there is actual science that talks about three or more orgasms a week will make wow. you a much more pleasant human being. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, we, that sounds good to me. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It sounds, <laughs> I know. It sounds like I very sound science, in my opinion. <laughs> We may have to wrap this episode up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have our, no, we have a deadline. <laughs> well, the, the, the last thing I will ask here mm. are what are the terms? What are the terms in the sense of like the terms that people need to know, not like terms and conditions, but like what are, cause I noticed you said ASN, you're saying nudist versus naturist. And some people might not know what these terms are. Um, What, what is nudist versus naturist and are there any other terms that people casually use that people would need? Yeah. So nudism and naturism are interchangeable. And if you, you know, there are people who are going to say, oh my gosh, that's not the case. If you're a naturist, you're into this. If you're, you know, yeah. but basically you're back to nature, basically yeah. it means, yeah, it, it's, you, you'll also hear people talking about being textile free and, and they basically are people who are like, you know, wearing clothes, in a swimming pool is just not natural or, yeah. you know, going 
going nude in nature is the way things were intended. And mm-hmm. I see that. so, but they also, most nudists and naturists don't, don't buy into, or don't believe that you should have public displays of affection right. because oh. that takes it, that, that makes your natural body becomes a sexual object then. And the idea is to be comfortable and a part of nature. Yeah. Um, so know those things. And then as far as swinging goes, the lifestyle, um, you mentioned, I I've mentioned ASN that's, um, an adult lifestyle online, adult lifestyle magazine that, um, has a lot of great information and articles in it that if you're, if you're into swinging already, there's some great um, resources resources there if or... you're curious definitely look up the the magazine it's asn lifestyle magazine and uh kyle's a regular contributor we also do um reviews, uh, reviews. so every month we will do a video review so we'll talk about each of the articles and we'll just give a quick um overview of what each article is about so that's on kyle's website as well and they they also put it on their youtube page mm-hmm. and, and their other stuff um but i i would say that as far as the lifestyle goes the best thing to do is do some online research yeah. there are a lot of different terms you're going to start running into people talking about cuckolding or hot wife hot wifing or being a unicorn you know what's you know what what does a <laughs> she's giggling being a because, unicorn huh yeah you can be a unicorn yeah it's I basically wonder if, a, if i'm a unicorn am i a unicorn now like so i could be without even knowing it how, how does who is a unicorn if so you're a third and are, are you are you single uh no i have a girlfriend but i'm not like married i'm not like okay i don't be like showing up by myself i don't think so a, un- <laughs> a unicorn is someone who well unicorns usually a female Um, because you don't often find single females who are willing to swing, like who are with a couple. couple. So like if, if we could find a single female who would come into our relationship and kind of be a regular for our relationship, she would be a unicorn. There are more male unicorns. Our our friend, the yogi nudist. Yeah. He's a unicorn. (laughs) Is is a unicorn. And (laughs) You know, that's a, it's a, it's a. Someone who's rare. Yeah. Someone who is willing to, to kind of come into a, a couple um, by themselves and, and share and share and swap and, and be um, really into that and, yeah. and hot and all kinds of things. So <laughs> you, it's rare to find, it's rare to find a unicorn. Um, it's rare to find Lily tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs> whenever we talk about the yogi i for some reason i just can't because he's one of my favorite people yeah he, he's i mean a, a great guy but like we said he's a unicorn but or, or has been in that position before yeah um so my my advice rather than me sit here trying to rattle off a bunch of terms and things like that is right, it's going for hours getting into it go online and do some research mm-hmm. and and look into stuff and and again i'm going to say this again if you're a single or a couple and you want to go to a swinger resort to check it out, first check it out online yeah. and see what their guidelines are. And then as Lily said, go and ask to be taken around. And it can be overwhelming, people... especially when you walk into a, a swinger resort, you know, starting, I, I like to tell people to start with a nudist resort first because they're, they're usually much calmer. Um, <laughs> they're, they're a little slower paced that, and they kind of have the stigma that there's a bunch of old people there. And that is true. I will, I will say that that is true. <laughs> the stigma there, so there is some truth to that. Right. There is some truth to, yes, there are a lot of older uh, generational people at um, but, and, nudist resorts, but it's because they don't care anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> like, and I, I'm going to say this because I, I, I've heard this from other listeners too. Every couple is different. If you're a couple listening to this and you just got, you know, it's, it's Saturday morning at four (laughs) in the morning and you just got back from clubbing and you've been bumping and grinding in the club and you're like, you know, I, I have no problem going to a club, getting naked and having sex with, you know, somebody else, if you're good with, you know, there, we know people who just jump right in Mm -hmm. and that's fine if it's good for you, but 
we we'd still you you should talk before you do anything yeah as a couple yeah that's amazing well that's all my questions here i mean i feel like i've kind of like taken over the show with just my questions it's been like a <laughs> no no we are we are so happy to talk about all of this and it's really why we started our own podcast because as as a writer you know author kyle was getting a lot of these questions because many of his stories are based somewhat in reality and our reality and embellished reality and so he was starting to get all of these questions and all of these emails and as his stories become became more popular um it was hard to answer all those things and so we went on a few podcasts and some people started telling us well you should start your own like you should really start talking about these things and bring other yeah, authors on and um start promoting the community and so that's another thing that i would say too is start picking up some of these books there are some phenomenal erotica authors and people mm -hmm. poo poo this idea of reading erotica and you know you're going to be picking up this um fabio kind of book with the <laughs> the guy in the front with the long hair and and you know just pure ridiculous romance um but there are some erotic authors that are writing some really beautiful stories and that and really hot stories and and that deal with lo real life yes and and that's that's part part of my niche, like Lily was saying. I write a lot about things that we've experienced. I'll embellish a lot. I'll change a lot around. But but like with my my novels, the the photographer's story series, um, so, so much of that is based on our life. And then I always try to write about places that we've actually been to. Mm -hmm. um, I may have to change change it around a little bit because. I don't want to name names, but um, right for sure. Yeah. yeah, but reading some of those stories, if if people are curious about, you asked about vocabulary, that so many of those books will talk about those kinds of of relationships and situations, and talk about what hot wifing is and cuckolding with an actual example. So the character in the story is being cuckolded, and so you get this look into a real situation through these characters and you can get a much clearer idea of what the, the definition actually is. It's a way to explore that kink without mm -hmm. actually doing it and see if it might be your your thing. I would also say, again, find resources where you can double check things. So we, we have friends who are experts in BDSM. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we repeatedly hear from them is, they get questions about Fifty Shades, and yeah, I hate I to be imagine. disrespectful to another to an author that was that successful, but Fifty Shades portrays BDSM in a way that it really isn't. Yeah, and the BDSM community really does not appreciate that story. Really, that's yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's it is not a a good representation, a healthy representation right. of a BDSM lifestyle, um, or or really just a, a sexual lifestyle that that the communication between the characters in that story is not healthy <laughs> um, and no one should try to emulate that. But, um, but yeah, reading, reading the books, um, you know, take a look at, at Kyle's stuff and look back at our podcast and listen to some of the authors that we have interviewed because mm -hmm. they're some of our dear friends, but they are also some really phenomenal authors. Yeah. And I've done audio. Um, that's one thing that, that I've been doing a lot of lately is reading audiobooks and um, narrating and lending my voice to those. And so there are so many audio versions of these books out there too, that if you don't enjoy physically reading, you can go ahead and, and listen to them. So there's so many where ways. Where do you find the audio versions at? Like where, where would you find those if you were looking for them? Um, so for, for, for us, they're on Audible. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so you can go to Amazon and uh, Lily has read about a third of my books now mm -hmm. so you you can if you find me on amazon you can like the um aaron's erotic adventures uh, in in a nudist resort that series she's read ha almost half of those books mm -hmm. so you could click on it and find it and, and it, you know everybody's familiar with amazon if you if there's a book that's got an audio version it will be linked on that page okay yeah, awesome, so you would just awesome, have to awesome. to go to the authors pages, but those are those are really good resources too. So I 
I know um, <laughs> we were supposed to be mutually interviewing each other. We, we that just tried means to... we'll have to do this again. Yes, we're yeah, going to need yeah. to bring you back Whenever to, you to interview bring you. Bring me back, I'm ready. We, <laughs> we try to keep our episodes to uh, half an hour. We're going well over an hour right Man, now. This but... thing, well, you know, time flies, Kyle, here when you're having, having it, fun here. Absolutely. And this is, you know, this is a good example of uh, everybody finishing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes doesn't happen. But I, I've got one question, two questions for you. So my, my first question is um, on your podcast, uh, what is what is the favorite, your favorite episode? What have you done that you really liked? Um, I can't say there's one because I've done so many of them. They've done like hundreds. So it's kind of like um, I like the in other news segment, I should say. It's a favorite. Mm. That's a favorite segment for me to do um, more so than just having any particular subject, because, you know, with some of the subjects we talk about, they're all kind of like equally important, so to speak, in different right. areas yeah. of life. Um, and in this particular case, in other news just allows me to just nerd out on the crazy stories that I nerd out on anyway and just have an <laughs> audience to discuss because I'm already reading these stories anyway and that's how another news kind of came about I was already had the stories and I read all these mm -hmm. crazy news stories all the time so I like mm -hmm. sharing them with my co with my co-host and not informing them at all of what I'm going to share and <laughs> doing it. so uh, my um I, and I'm just going to chime in on that uh I listened to loneliness as an adult um mm -hmm. one of one of your more recent episodes and and I thought it was it was really really good so um and for for our listeners Reggie does have hundreds and hundreds of episodes a lot of episodes I I've bounced around several of them I listened to loneliness um but they're good they're good well worth l listening to we will have a link to your podcast and to whatever websites you want in our description of this episode. Okay. Um, so my, my second question is one Lily and I were just kind of hinting at, will you come back and let us interview you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anytime. It's been amazing. Anytime you want, just, just um, shoot me an email or something and I'm back on. Okay. Yeah, we love one of our things. And if if you've listened to our podcast a lot, you notice that we do bring people back a lot. Yes, I have noticed that. It, it's much more fun to kind of bring friends back and to have more conversations because usually the first time, the first time for anything is a little awkward, right? It's and it's it's very <laughs> us. It's like it's like our swinging. We tend to go back to the same people. Go back, <laughs> you know, and just keep doing this anyway um so we would love love to to come back again and maybe ask you some um some sexual questions yeah and maybe Absolutely. delve into I your am ready i have my <laughs> wine ready i have my wine together and we'll be ready to go yes we yes. will we will have a drink we have we haven't had a drinking episode in a long time but no we don't. you really need to do that yeah so let's, let me let's know have I'll, I'll have the the pinot ready to go you just yes <laughs> and if you have a partner you want to bring on and we could just have a you know couple's uh conversation that'd be well, amazing i'm pretty sure she's watching korean dramas right now i'm pretty sure not, she, she has no interest in my life outside of what we we do but it'd be very oh. interesting for, for more so it'd be more interesting to bring her on for that case you know yeah, yeah. now she might may, may be really interested in our conversation yeah go I'm ask her sure they're very interesting conversations yeah go ask her um when we get off of here if, if she wants to watch porn and see what she says <laughs> well we've already we've already done that uh, hey spoiler, spoiler, there you go spoiler alert i've already been through the first stage of these things oh see <laughs> these, these are the conversations we need to have we'll have you back oh it sounds amazing thanks you for having me thank you so much for Thank being you. here speak seductively